You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 96. So in today's episode, I want to cover something that I feel like easily without fail, I go back to on the regular. And that is belief in yourself and your ability, especially when you're not feeling it. And especially when it seems like life is just not giving you a break. And it's so funny because I used to feel like there were destinations in life. Like it's so easy to look at somebody else and to say, oh my gosh, they totally made it. And while yes, you can summit a mountain like metaphorically or in real life, you know, um, you can't stay there. You can't stay at the top. And at some point you're going to have to come down so that you can find something bigger. And I think that that realization has helped me so much in recognizing and realizing that, you know what, I have abilities and I can do things, but you can't stay at the top forever. At some point, you're going to have to come down so that you can summit something even greater. And I think when we're on that downhill coming off of a high, sometimes it's easy to put yourself down and to, I don't know, just feel like you're not good anymore or that you've peaked. And I think if you never summit your next thing, then that's true. Maybe that was your peak, you know? But what I want to do today is talk to you about 10 ways that you can start to believe in yourself again and just remember that this is a daily practice and it doesn't matter where you are in your life, in your business, in your journey, that this is something that you constantly have to work on to keep your mental focus and to keep your attitude in the right place so that you can actually perform and do the best that you can. Um, What's happened with me personally is sometimes I get into a funk and I start to look around and everybody else is more creative. Everybody else has better content. Everybody else seems to be killing it in their business. And then I start to feel bad and I start to feel like I'm not good enough or why, why did I think that I had something to contribute. Like I'm, I'm a nobody or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. And the truth is like the way that you keep that, that energy and that belief up is you have to keep up the momentum. And when you feel yourself getting stuck in those situations, I think it's important to acknowledge it. And then you need to move on. There's this really great quote from Melissa Milano. And it says, first accept sadness, Realize that without losing, winning isn't so great. And I think that's so true. Like if you have ever been on a team, a sports team where you are the best one and you win every game, you know, the winning isn't so sweet when you are really fighting and you've had trial after trial after trial, when you finally hit that, that win, it's so much more meaningful and important. And it's not, again, it's not to say that if you're winning all the time, that that's a bad thing. Just be grateful for what you're learning during those seasons of losing and loss and maybe it not coming together because that means that you're really close to your next big breakthrough. The next thing is I want you to remember that if you've had success in the past, if you've done well at something in the past, um, that you that's proof that you can do well. Every day is a new opportunity. Every day we have opportunities to build on yesterday's successes or failure and you can start over and that's the way that life is. You know, I want you to think about every day as like 
a new game, a new opportunity where you can say, okay, yesterday these things didn't work or yesterday these things did work. I'm going to do more of those things and less of these things, right? So you need to remember that you can do it again. If you've been successful, if you've had wins at all ever, like no matter how small, that that means that you are capable of success and winning. And I think it's easy to think about the times when you got hurt or when it didn't work out. Um, But I want you to remember that there are times that you were successful as well and that you can use those to your advantage. I really want to talk about trusting yourself. I think sometimes when we're, especially when we're down and out, and for me, when I'm feeling like less than or not very creative or just really struggling, I really need to remember to trust myself. And I think it's important that belief and confidence and all that stuff, you know, they're good things, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to trust yourself and use your power, your energy, your courage, your strength, and just know that that is within you already. And sometimes you have to spend some time with yourself to like really unlock that. And whether it's, you know, sitting down and focusing mentally or journaling or writing a list of what you need to do next instead of feeling overwhelmed and doing nothing, you know, taking a more proactive approach and just going for it. I know I've shared this story before. And for me, like one of my biggest belief stories that I go back to when I'm not feeling it, when I need to remember that I've had success in the past and I can trust myself is when I started boxing. And I Um, I know I've shared this before, but for those of you that are newer, I'm going to share it again. Um, When I had my daughter, Jade, I had really, really bad postpartum depression and anxiety. And what happened as a result was I gained 65 pounds after I had her. And so, you know, normally you have a baby and all the baby weight, you know, loses with nursing. And that was not the case for me. I ended up gaining more weight than when I was even pregnant. And it was really, really hard and stressful. I was never, ever a very fit or athletic person. I never really did sports. I just was kind of average. And so for me, gaining all this weight really took a big hit to my confidence. It took a huge hit to my energy levels and the way I saw myself when I looked in the mirror. And it was really, really a dark time in my life. And I had a friend come over who had just lost 20 pounds in like two months because she started boxing every day at this boxing gym. And I was like, oh, that sounds terrifying. But she's like, it's so fun. It's the best workout ever. You need to come. So I obliged. I went with her. And um, that boxing class was the hardest thing I'd ever done. And I I don't know what it was, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And so I committed to signing up. And I paid for the whole year up front, which is crazy after one workout. But I just knew. I was like, you know what? This is, this is what I'm going to do. And I know if I have skin in the game and if it – this investment is here that I'll do it. And I came home and it was a really hard and awkward conversation. My husband was not very happy that I just dropped over a thousand dollars without talking to him. Um, but I think I was just in a place where I just really needed to have more one-on-one coaching and mentoring in a physical way. So I started going to this class and I was like feeling so good about myself And the coach was so incredibly mean to me. He would call me out and say, like, get your knees up, you know, do more, like, stop, um, you know, stop doing this or stop resting, stop being lazy. Like, he would just really, I don't know, pick on me. And I, um, at first, I was kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Like, it's tough. And then after a few weeks of that and after about a month, I was just, like, feeling really beat down. And I would you know, just leave every workout in tears and crying. And I'm like, you know, I've already been here for 90 days. Like I can't, 
I can't get a refund because I paid in full. Like it's past the trial time and he's not being really nice to me. And I had kind of decided, I'm like, you know what? Like I am paying you, you know, like I paid a lot of money to be here and I'm the customer. Like you should be nice to me. So I decided that the next day I was going to go in and have a conversation with this coach. And so that's what I did. And I came in, I walked in and I was like, Hey, we need to talk. And, and he kind of looked surprised like, okay, what's up? And I just said, you know, I come here every day. I tried to put in the work. I'm here five days a week. I paid a lot of money to be here. The least you could do is be nice to me. And, um, I don't want to leave here in tears anymore. And he's like, you know, I'm not trying to make you upset, but I don't think you realize that you're the first one to stop and you're the first one to get tired and to quit. And I know you can do more. I just don't think you can. And I was like, what? Like he totally flipped that on me. And it, it was the first time I had ever had somebody really coach me and push me. And I remember coming home and crying to my husband a few days before this conversation. And my husband said, I just don't think you're used to a coach. Like he doesn't sound he's like he's being particularly mean to you. He's just trying to coach you. And some people have a nicer way of doing that than others. But, you know, coaches are there to push you. And, you know, here I am back in this conversation and I'm like, oh my gosh, like Nick was right. And I think my coach is right. And so after that conversation, I started pushing really hard and I started using that, um, that, you know, come on, Chelsea, get back up, keep pushing as motivation to push further and faster. And I basically told my coach, I said, if you want me to do more, I need you to be encouraging and not demeaning. And so he started to, to work with me and to say, you know, um, Chelsea's going to go the furthest and Chelsea's going to go the fastest and Chelsea's going to hit the hardest. And all of a sudden it unlocked this place for me where, um, I was leading the group instead of being the slowest and the weakest link. I was pushing past my limits. I was pushing past my own, um, mental barriers and I ended up losing 85 pounds and I was in the best shape of my life that I'd ever been. And it was an incredible, incredible thing. So I think sometimes it's, it's something that you just need to be able to have that trust in yourself and to say, you know what, I'm not going to die. This is hard, but it's not going to kill me. Right. And knowing when to have those pep talks with yourself. And so, um, I think a lot of times our brain is the one that holds us back and, It's the one that's like, you can or can't do it. And so whatever you tell yourself, however you create that um, trust with yourself is, I think, a lot of times how you perform. And we don't ultimately need other people's approval to do well. Like We deserve our own self-approval and our own supportive self-talk. And so I think sometimes it's rewarding yourself and not beating yourself up and saying, oh, I'm not as good as this person. I'm not as good as that person or somebody else is further along. Again, take away the comparison and just have a conversation with yourself. Like, am I improving? Am I working on this? Am I better today than I was yesterday? And it's a constant thing. Like it's not ever going to be a destination, which is a little bit disheartening. But at the same time, I think this is the way that life is, right? It's a progression, either forward or backwards. And so I think sometimes what happens is we let fear get in our way. And, and fear really is a fickle, fickle friend. I mean, it's it's usually very much not true, and it's usually very much what we conjure up in our own mind about what we deserve or don't deserve. And so really overcoming your fear is having those conversations, and you need to recognize, like, is this me trying to hold myself back for whatever reason, or is there some truth here to this fear? 
And I think a lot of times when it comes to facing our fears, we need to remember that they're mostly fabricated things in our mind. And I sometimes use fear and flip that same emotion when I'm feeling fearful. For example, I recently, just last weekend, spoke at Pinner's conference, and I couldn't believe when they they actually accepted my um, speaking submission. They're like, yeah, come speak. I'm like, oh, no, crap. Like, I'm not even qualified. Like, why Why did I apply for this thing? I'm not good enough. And um, And just realizing that if I turn that fear into excitement and to say, okay, instead of being afraid of this and like nervous and sick to my stomach, like I'm, I'm excited and I have butterflies and I'm excited to share my findings and what I've learned. And just to know it's not for everyone. Um, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, always do what you're afraid to do. And I think um, that is really like getting out of our comfort zone is where we find the most amazing people and the most incredible experiences. And again, like, be, you know, do that within reason. But I think a lot of times, especially in in this life, like where we're living now, and if you're blessed to live in the United States and to have the the amazing amenities that we have, like a lot of times, like we're not going to die if something doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? Like we have so much room for error and it's okay to fail. And I feel like some of my best stories and the best things that have happened to me they're not the best in the moment, but they came from my failures and it's where people can relate to me the most. So never ever be ashamed of where you came from or where you are now. Just know that it's part of your story. And so I think the next thing is that you can let yourself off the hook. Like it's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay if you fail. You need to remember that mistakes are what mold you and that if you're committed to your goal, you can take that mistake, that that failure, whatever, forgive yourself and move on. You have to make sure that you're looking for the future and to stop living in the past and be compassionate towards yourself. It serves no one to keep beating yourself up over and over and over and over and over. And I feel like, especially with my weight loss journey, I remember every day just being heavier, feeling so angry at myself instead of saying, you know what? It took a lot of time to get here. It's going to take time to reverse it and get this weight off. Like, I remember just being so mad and feeling like, I can't believe I let this happen and I'm so lazy and I'm so gluttonous or whatever. And then as soon as I started putting in the work at the gym and realizing, you know what, like I am doing this and this, this is hard work and I can be kind to myself, that that's when I really had the breakthrough and was able to get a lot of that weight off of my body. So, um, The next tip I have is to have a positive attitude. Having a positive attitude towards anything that you do is going to be the fastest way to achieving that belief and confidence in yourself. And I think a big part of belief and confidence is gratitude. Because if you are trying to believe in yourself and you're trying to have a positive attitude and you're super negative, it's really hard to be genuinely grateful for the things that are going on in your life, whether they're going the way you want or whether they're not. And so finding gratitude every day. I um, I went to a lot of therapy in the first few years of my marriage because I was in a very abusive relationship before I married my husband. And I remember after we got married, a lot of the stuff that was, um, I guess, emotional triggers for me and just the the lack of trust I had in my ex-fiance, I was carrying that over into my new relationship with my husband and it was really destroying our marriage. Like you guys, we almost, we almost got divorced. It was really bad. And so my therapist, after having a few sessions with us together said, oh, I just want to see Chelsea 
by herself, which made me feel really bad. Like it, it kind of reiterated like, oh, I'm the problem here, you know? Um, and I'm just grateful that my husband supported me and worked through it because I really wasn't a kind person. I was very, very hard to live with and work with. Um, and the one thing that my therapist told me to do was to start a gratitude journal. And what that meant was every night, I want you to list five to 10 things that you're grateful for every day, five things that you are grateful for in your husband, in yourself, in your life, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just start this practice. And anytime I'm feeling bad or like it's all falling apart or, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever, I go back to that. And I, I wish I was, I could say like, I've done it every day for the past 10 years of my marriage. Um, I, I really need to get back to doing it as a daily practice, but it helps so much to say, okay, what are the most important things and what am I thankful for? And sometimes they're simple. Like I'm just thankful that I have another day. I'm thankful for another chance, or I'm thankful for my my husband or my sweet kids, or the fact that I have a house. You know, sometimes it's easy to get on Pinterest and to look around at other people and to say, oh, I don't have the most current fill in the blank, or my whatever isn't as nice as somebody else's. And again, it's all always going to say comparison is the thief of joy. I always go back to that because Um, It really does take away your joy instead of just looking around and saying, you know what, I'm grateful for where I'm at. I'm grateful for what I have. Um, A lot of life, especially again, if you're blessed enough to grow up and live in the United States, a lot of it is our own choices. Like we got ourselves here. And just like with weight or anything else, like wherever you are, you can change your situation and your circumstance by working on it. It just isn't going to be a quick fix. And so my next tip is to find a coach or a mentor to help you. I cannot tell you how much having that coach at the boxing gym changed my attitude about my abilities physically than ever before. Um, If you're full of doubt, find a mentor, find a coach, find somebody that will help you believe in yourself and help you show yourself how capable you are. Um, A good coach is somebody that's going to push you to a place that's uncomfortable for your benefit and for your growth. They're going to help you refocus and set those goals and remind you of your past successes. And I feel like for me, in so many ways, like I have a business mentor that, um, that takes, you know, time with me every month and says, okay, what are your goals? What are you working on? And I think just that accountability as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's in business for themselves, like you don't have that when you don't go into an office every day. And while the benefits of being able to set your own schedule and be home with your kids and you know what I mean? Dictate your life are amazing. Like that's a huge downfall for me because I'm like, gosh, um, where would I be without my mentors and my coaches? So, you know, if that is something that you're looking in, I looking into, I have tons of different courses that offer coaching as well as group coaching where you can do a challenge with me. Um, I am running the 28 day challenge actually, and it's going so well because it helps people build that confidence and have a mentor and get themselves into a place where they feel like they can do it and they believe in themselves. So, Find a coach if you need help, or also if you are in a place where you're like, you know what, I don't even have money for that right now. You can also find a friend to be accountable to and to say, hey, let's help each other. Sometimes it doesn't work as well just because, (laughs) again, um, it's not what you do professionally. But again, just starting somewhere is better than nothing. So that leads me to my next point, which is to keep moving forward and never look back. I think Martin Luther King said this, Martin Luther King Jr. said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And I think sometimes we think in life, like, I'm just going to put pause on my life. I'm just going to hit pause because I can't do this right now. And 
honestly, you guys, there's no pause button for life. Like you are either moving forward or life is passing you by. And it's like I said in the beginning, like you're either summoning a mountain or you're coming down. And I think you have to acknowledge that there's seasons in life. It's not always going to be candy canes and rainbows, but if you are strong and you keep moving forward and you choose to just not give up on yourself, no matter how many times you fall down, no matter how many things that you fail at, you have to keep going. And eventually I promise you're going to reach your destination. And it's so funny to me because most of the successful people that I love to follow, like the Rachel Hollis's, um, you know, even the Oprah's and just people, people that I, I really admire. It's like they worked so hard and then all of a sudden they, you know, quote unquote, get discovered and they're like an overnight success and no one is an overnight success. Most of the most successful people work and fail and work and fail and fail and fail and fail. And they're trying and trying and trying and barely making it, barely scraping by. And then all of a sudden they get their big break and because they were ready for it, they're suddenly an overnight success. And a lot of people don't look at all of the things that it took to get them there. They just see, oh, well, that's so lucky for you that you got your big break. I remember hearing Rachel Hollis speak at a SNAP conference in Utah about five years ago, and she did a class on Instagram and how having this beautiful rainbow Instagram color scheme was helping her, her Instagram numbers. And I just, it's so funny because now she's like this powerhouse mega businesswoman. And I'm like, her class wasn't even that great, you know, but she kept going and now she's, she's found her voice and her message and she's absolutely amazing. And I just, I love to think about that and to say, you know what, if she could do it, I could do it too. Um, I want to leave you with this last thought is to let life follow its own flow. And just to remember that there's seasons. And when you learn to follow your life's natural flow, you'll realize that life is so wonderful and so marvelous and precious. I always go back to this sad time in my life when I need to remember this concept. And when I had my daughter, I had a horrible experience with postpartum depression and anxiety. And I wanted her to grow up. I wanted her to be out of diapers as soon as possible. And then I wanted her to be potty trained. You know, then I wanted her to just feed herself. And if she could just dress herself, oh, like everything was just, you know, so hard. And it took so much time. And um, now that I have my little boy Sterling, who was just born in January of this year, I feel so um, opposite. Like I just really want to slow time down and just enjoy him. And I think some of that is being in a different place mentally, not having postpartum, not having as much anxiety. I still have anxiety. I still have um, depression, but I feel like because I've found this place in my business and this part that fulfills me, it's nowhere near um, what it used to be. And I'm I'm just grateful that I can enjoy both. And I don't I don't feel like I'm trying to rush him. And now my daughter is seven. And of course I want to freeze time because she's just absolutely adorable. And I love that she, you know, where she's at in life and everything's so exciting and wonderful. And and she just has the best imagination. And I want, I want that to like bleed over into my life. You know what I mean? So I just want you to know that if you let your life guide you and you just accept the seasons, like it will be so much easier to relax and to enjoy it and allow yourself to move in the direction that you're meant to go. And that's where you're going to find success. Um, We all have different things that we go through every day in our life. And it's really important to know that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you face. You know that you're going to win at the end of the day and you just have to believe in yourself and keep going. And I think if you believe in yourself and if you're like me and you believe in God, he is going to help get you through it. And I think there's so many times where I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, please, Lord, help me. Like, give me something. And 
when I put it to God, a lot of times I just get this flash of inspiration. And sometimes it's not even what I want, but it's there. And I feel, um, I just feel grateful that I don't have to do it all by myself. And I have, you know, friends and my husband and family and other people that can support me. Don't worry. There's still tons of haters out there, but I find that when I link arms and I'm closest with the people who I love and know love me, that that is where I just do really, really well. And so today I want to leave this with you and let you know that it is okay to believe in yourself. You've got this and I will catch you in the next episode. 